Hello, my dears. Hello, my darlings. You've got Mama J here in those sweet little ears of yours again. And I'm here for, say it with me, Sexually Liberated Unashamed Talk Radio. That little thing I like to call slut radio. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 6, The Squeaky Clean Podcast. But I don't want you to worry, it's still a Mama J production. Don't worry, it's not G-rated. Okay, now we've we've got some some pussies and some assholes coming up. And basically all this is, is some good grooming habits to get into. And what we as human beings tend to find sexually attractive in other human beings from a grooming standpoint. Okay, so that's it. Now, before we get to all that, you know I have to do my shout-outs. I have one personal shout-out, and then, of course, my my every week shout-out. My personal shout-out this week is to my friend Miles once again. Now, Miles has gotten a lot of shout-out love from me lately, but he has earned it for whatever reason I have given in the past. I will stand by that. I will maintain that. Whatever. This shout-out is not based on anything that he did except staying alive. I was on the phone with young Miles one evening last week. He was on his way home from a uh, a function. It, it wasn't a party, but it wasn't a work thing. It was somewhere in between. So I'm just going to call it a function. So he was on his way home. He was on his he was on his cell phone talking to me. It was just pouring rain where he was, uh, where I was. It was thundering and we were having a rainstorm, yes, but it was nothing near to what Miles was battling. He got to his town. All the power was off. There were no traffic lights. There were no street lights. There were no business lights. Nothing. He said it was the eeriest thing. And and you could hear, you know how hard it is when you're on a phone with somebody in their car or you're just in a car, it's hard to hear the weather noise outside. You hear the rain on the car, yes, and the rain on the windshield, yes, but typically you don't hear claps of thunder while you're in a car and you're driving and you've got the radio on and you're on the phone and, you know, all, all this other stuff. You don't hear claps of thunder. I could hear the thunder over the phone while I was on the phone with him. And I was really, really terrified. And he was, he got to a point where he said, oh, shit, I've got to turn around. And I didn't know what was going on. So so he told me that he had gotten to the entrance to his neighborhood and where there is normally a little itty bitty teeny tiny little creek there was like this raging river 
he did not want to go into that raging river in his car. Okay, good decision. So he turned around and he went to a uh, a parking lot that was very close to this. And he was going to review his options and see what to do. Before he could do that, however, the water got so high that he had to abandon his car in that parking lot and leave it there. He made it home. He made it home okay. He did have to leave his car underwater. So, yeah, and the water was just rising. But he had to get out of the car. He was surrounded by water, and he had to get home. The only way home was through this creek that was now a raging river. So somehow or another, he managed to do this, and he got home. And in the meantime, of course, he'd gotten off the phone with me. He couldn't put his phone in his pocket, so he was trying to keep it dry. I don't know how he kept it dry. I really don't. But he somehow or another, Miles managed to get home. In one piece, he did not get electrocuted or get struck by lightning or swept away by floodwaters or anything like that. The next day, he went back down to where he'd left his car, and she wouldn't start. Miles called for a tow truck, and his car is now at a uh, shop waiting to be inspected. Right now, it's still the weekend, and nobody's done anything. Miles is on vacation this week. Thank God. He... He needed a vacation. He he really did. So kudos to you for getting your vacation, buddy. And Miles, I am. I'm so glad you're not dead. I'm going to keep my fingers crossed for the car. Hopefully she's going to be not dead as well. So there's the Miles uh, shout out. Now let's get to that Dave Portnoy shout out. Yeah. Okay, you guys know that Dave is my number one celebrity crush. Uh, He's not my only celebrity crush, but he's the number one by a long shot. So anyway, my number one celebrity crush, aka Dave Portnoy, he has been accused of some sexual wrongdoing. Now, I don't know what happened. I wasn't there. I know that my my being a Dave Portnoy fangirl and everything, I'm already just biased in Dave's direction. Dave, I'm here for you. I don't know what else to say. I I really don't. Yeah, Dave, I'm here for you. Team Portnoy. Okay. That's that's it. Okay, this the subject of today's podcast is the squeaky clean podcast. My be- my best am and I she and I have been friends since 1989. That's when we were introduced. And we have been best friends since probably not too long after that. I mean, when you, when you click, you click. She and I would sit and talk 
for hours at a time back in the good old days, you know, before children and pets and jobs and responsibilities and, you know, as, as all this stuff encroached on our lives, we talked less and less. We're still the very best of friends. We just don't talk as often. But back in the day when when my best Em and I used to talk almost on a daily basis, we would very often complain about our husbands, or our then-husbands. She is still married to her spouse. I have been divorced for a number of years now. Uh, but we would talk about our then-husbands and the things that they did or did not do with their grooming habits. And she and I came up with the phrase, and this is very unkind, but we came up with the phrase zoo breath. Yeah, yeah. That's when, that's, that's the equivalent of all of the animals in the zoo yawning at the same time and you getting to smell all of those animals at the same time. That is what we used to compare our husband's morning breaths to. You know, when, when they, when they think they're being all sexy and, and whatever, I don't know, but dude, get up and brush your fucking teeth. Okay. Anyway, that's where, that's the inspiration for today's podcast. If you and your significant other or you and your friend with benefits have been in a relationship for a while, What do you do as far as grooming? Now, that's, I think that's a fair question because in the beginning, you shave everything, you pluck everything, you wax everything, you wash everything, you wash, buff, wax, dry, I don't know, you you pull out all the stops in the beginning. And then at some point, you get relaxed. Something happens and maybe you've got some stubble on your legs or, you know, maybe you haven't uh, trimmed the hedges, so to speak, and you're a little, little hairier than usual in the vagina area or the ball sack area. Let's say you're a little stubbly there. Well, your partner doesn't complain. Well, maybe the next time you know you're going to have sex for sure. It's not just a surprise. Oh my God, I feel so bad. I forgot to wax or, you know, none of that. You know, you're going to have sex and you go into it deliberately saying, you know, it was either wax the bush or read another chapter in the Stephen King book. And I chose the book. (laughs) You can either fuck me or not. I will continue to read the book. So (laughs) there's that. So go through a mental checklist, okay? When you know you and your mate are going to hook up later that night or that day, whatever, you're, you're getting ready to fuck. There is nothing wrong with, if you're the kind of person who doesn't like to shave, that's fine. As long as your partner is good with that, 
that's fine. The one thing that I will recommend, even if you don't shave your legs or underarms, um, shave right around your clit and your, um, your, your vaginal lips because somebody said this one time and it has stayed with me when asked why a guy preferred a girl to have a shaved pussy or clean shaven pussy or trimmed pussy the guy was like dude nobody wants to french kiss a shag carpet okay so that's a fair assessment and that has always been at the back of my mind when my bush gets a little overgrown Uh, I don't shave it all the way or wax it all the way. I've got way too many skin issues, and that is an area I don't want to get irritated. So I, I tend to err on the side of caution there, but I do keep my private areas trimmed nice and short, nice and neat, and that is my preference. Now, if if I meet somebody who prefers a naked pussy, and they are, they want me to shave my pussy or wax my pussy. Bye bye. No, not going to happen. Sorry. You can either put up with me the way I am or don't put up with me at all because this is a personal preference. But at the same time, if you, if I've let myself go and I've got a full on 70s bush grown and you don't like it, Tell me, please tell me, Jay, you need to shave it. You need to cut it. You need to trim it. You need to, you need to do something, but it is out of control, woman. So this is, this is kind of that. This is that checklist that you need to go over. The first thing, the first obvious thing is going to be your breath. We've all been around that person that has coffee breath. Not only coffee breath, but the foods that you, you eat. You know, if you, if you had Italian for lunch, chances are there was garlic in it and you've got some nasty breath going on. Carry a toothbrush and toothpaste with you or while you're getting ready to go out, be sure and brush your teeth, even if it's the middle of the day. Carry mints, carry gum, and before you meet up with your lover, go ahead and pop a Tic Tac in your mouth, or a piece of Orbit, or whatever you need to do, but get that fresh breath. Make them want to kiss you on the mouth. All right, what about, oh, what about your ears? Now, if somebody goes in to nibble you on the neck, you don't want them looking in your ear and seeing a big glop of wax. Yuck! 
Okay, use a Q-tip on that thing. Don't put the Q-tip in your ear. Don't do that. Don't be that person. But run the Q-tip around the outside of the ear canal. And when you're in the shower, make sure you wash your ears in, in, the, in the ear and behind the ear. Make, yeah, just do it. <laughs> you, seriously, if somebody goes to nibble on your neck... And you've got ear gunk going on. That's that's going to put them off. Okay? The longer that you've been with someone, the more susceptible you are to just saying, Oh, fuck the hygiene. I'm, you know, I'm going to be lazy and not get my shower before I go see my lover this evening. Let's just say that I, I neglect to, uh, well, put my deodorant on. <laughs> I'm going to see somebody for hopefully a round of nice hot sex. I need that deodorant. I do. And it, me being me, I shave my armpits. And some people don't, and that's fine. But I do... And that's one of the reasons that I do is because when my armpits get hairy, I tend to smell. I don't like to smell, so I keep my pits shaved and I keep deodorant on. And I, I very rarely forget it. Now, some days it seems like it's not working, especially here in the South in the summertime. But there you have it. Just don't forget to put your deodorant on if you wear deodorant. Okay, if you don't wear deodorant and that is a personal choice, that's absolutely fine. And I would expect that your significant other would know that about you or your long-term friend with benefits. Whoever you're being intimate with needs to know that this is your usual smell and that's okay. Now, when it comes to the crotch area and the ass area, I'm going to say that you are going to want to clean those areas with a washcloth and with soap and water. I would not recommend anything douchey. I would not, I don't go, you don't want to put things in your body, whether that's an asshole whether it's a vagina, and don't even, don't even think about putting things in your urethra. You, you don't want to do that. The vagina. You don't want to put anything in there. I know that they make douches. I know they make feminine washes. I know they make feminine deodorants, feminine deodorant sprays, feminine deodorant powders, all things to use on your crotch so you don't have that stanky pussy. None of us wants a stinky pussy. None of us. But it happens, okay? Stinky pussy happens. Now, I can tell you if you get in there really good with a washcloth and soap and water in your bath or your shower, that's all you need. The interior of the vagina is self-cleaning. I know that sounds pretty hokey, but it is. It is a self-cleaning orifice. And it when you insert certain chemicals into it, you are upsetting a very 
delicate balance and you could you could end up with a yeast infection, a urinary tract infection, you know, some kind of some kind of infection. You just don't want that. So don't be putting things like douches in your vagina. Don't use soap inside your body. Don't do it. Now, when it comes to the asshole, if you if you want to get it clean, use an enema. And again, you know, soap and water, washcloth or wash mitten, whatever you use. And... Um, on the exterior only, you're going to want to wash and dry your crotch and wash and dry your ass really well. Wash them well, rinse, get all the soap off. And then when you get out of the bath or shower, pat the area dry and air dry it as much as possible. But you want to get those areas dry because in the summertime, what can happen is if these areas are left moist, yeast can thrive there. And yeast doesn't care about whether you have balls or a vagina. Yeast doesn't care. So just watch out for, you know, the, the hot, sweaty crotch areas and ass areas. Keep those as dry as possible don't use powder, don't use perfumes, you know, don't use any of the the stuff that you can put in your cart that'll make you feel fresh as a summer's day or, or what. Don't use any of that. You don't need it. If you're having an odor that you're worried about and it's not going away and it's an odd odor, it's time to go to your doctor. I would highly recommend doing that, whether it's coming out of your ass or your vaginal area. If it's not a normal smell, I guess, and you should know your body, you know what's a normal smell and what's not. So if it's not a normal smell, call your doctor. If there's any kind of discharge out of either orifice, call a doctor. And... I'm going to tell you that there is a, uh, a deodorant that comes in a tube. It's a cream deodorant. You can use it as well as on your armpits. You can use it on your pussy. You can use it on your asshole. You can use it on your feet. I have used it under my boobs because I sweat under my tits. Uh, ask anybody with boobs and they'll tell you they get sweaty in the summertime. Uh, so yeah, I, I use this deodorant on, I, I have used it on all the areas of my body that you can use it on and that you would need to use it on. And I've had great success with it. Uh, the only problem that I had with it was it tended to dry out my skin. And I already have problems with my skin, so I had to stop using it. But I really do recommend it. Um, it I'm not going to tell you what it is. If you want to know, DM me, uh, give me an email, all that good stuff. I'll give you all that at the end of the podcast. And yes, this, uh, this deodorant can also be used on your feet. That's, that's the last area that I'm going to tell you to make sure you wash and dry especially in the summer, because, ew, 
just ew. I mean, we're going around with our bare feet, which is nice. You know, it's nice to have the bare feet in the summertime, but they get dirty. They get calloused. So definitely wash those feet, wash in between the toes. And when you get out of the bath or shower, dry between the toes because again, yeast, yuck. Okay. All right. Another couple of things that I want to talk to you about. Um, the first one is your nails. If you're get, if you're planning on being intimate with somebody, your hands are going to play a big part of that. Keep the edges of your nails uh, not rough. Keep them nice and smooth. It doesn't matter if you've got long or short nails, but just make sure that the nails don't have rough, jagged edges. And the the final thing. Let's see. Yeah, I'm going to nag you a little bit here. It's it's in my notes. It's in a different place. I want you guys, at this point in your lives, you need to know what your body feels like under normal circumstances. And I say this because I want you to perform exams on yourself, breast exams, I want you to perform, I want you to perform exams on your vulva. I want you to know if, if one of your balls, guys, if one of your balls has a knot in it, how are you going to know that's a normal thing unless you're performing a monthly self-exam? Okay, so I want you to know what your nether regions look like. I want you to know what they feel like. If there are any, you know, moles or anything like that. And trust me, when you guys go to have a mammogram done, they mark where you have moles on your breasts. So moles are important. Uh, discolorations are important. You need to know... If you've got a bruise, because sometimes a bruise is going to have a lump underneath the skin, and, you know, that may cause you to feel something there that you might worry about. But if you see the bruise, you're just going to be like, okay, that's a bruise. So I want you to know what your balls look like, what your cock looks like, what your vag looks like, what your ass an asshole look like. I want you to know what these things feel like. I want you I want you to know what your breasts look like. Guys, girls, I don't care. If you've got nipples, do a monthly breast exam. Okay. That's my little PSA there. Just know what your body is supposed to look like. Know what it's supposed to feel like and examine it once a month. The best time to do a monthly self-breast exam is about three to five days after your period starts and do it at the same time every month. Okay. Your breasts are not supposed to be as tender or as lumpy at this point in your cycle. Ah, sorry. So that's why, that's why and when you want to do it. I want you guys to get familiar with your bodies and do that for yourself. Okay. Now, again, this, this whole podcast 
has been what our partner needs to be doing for us and what we need to be doing for our partner in the way of grooming. And like I said, this all started with me and my BFF and us just kind of bitching about our husbands and them not brushing their teeth, basically. And it kind of turned into the things that we would like to see them do for us, which was, you know, bathe on a regular basis because they would get in bed after mowing the yard or, you know, riding a bike or going for a jog or whatever. And they, they would come home and not, not bathe, which that's fine. If that's what they want to do, that's their prerogative. And don't get snuggly with me. If you know I have, I have bathed. I have brushed my teeth. I would like to be treated with that same respect. So bathe. If you're planning on having an intimate encounter, bathe. I don't care if you've already bathed that day. If you have done something to cause you to possibly stink, bathe. Brush your teeth. If you've got time, floss them, use mouth rinse, but brush your teeth. Okay? You don't have to shave if that's not your preference, but I would say to trim the bushes, trim your pubic hair, Um, and the reason is, like I said, nobody wants a mouthful of pubic hair when when they go to give you head. They want to be down, you want them down there as long as possible. And if I I tell you, if I am going to town on somebody's dick and I go all the way down and I am being tickled in the nose by pubic hair, I'm not going all the way down again, baby. I don't like pubic hair in my nose. So if you want Mama J to go all the way down on that dick, trim the hedges. Okay. There we go. Keep the fingernails trimmed neatly. Uh, just don't slice anybody open with them. That's that's it. You just don't want jagged edges on the fingernails. Keep your toenails. I, I hate to even have to say this, but keep those toenails trimmed too. We, we don't want to be in bed with you and uh, have to go to the emergency room for stitches because your your big toenail sliced us open. So, no, no, no. And use deodorant as needed. Like I said, if you don't use deodorant, if that's your personal choice, that's fine. Your significant other needs to be aware of that. And know, you know, like you knowing your body, your partner needs to know that this is your normal, natural odor. And that's fine. Okay, just remember to groom yourself like you want to get laid. <laughs> and it, it just might happen. It might. All right, the time has come, my babies. The time has come. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at SlutRadio1, the number one. My Instagram is Slut underscore Radio. 
My Snapchat is Slut Radio, all one word. Don't forget to look for me on FullSwapRadio.com. That's F-U-L-L-S-W-A-P-R-A-D-I-O dot com. And don't forget, you can find all of this and everything else having to do with me on my website. It's SlutRadio.fun. SlutRadio.fun. I will see you next Monday. Bye-bye, my babies.